Hey guys, it's Good Morning Nancy, but before we start the show, we want to send you guys a shout out from Esoteric Oddities. It's run by John and Sarah, and each of them bring a true story to the table, changing up their topic every episode. They'll cover true crime, unsolved mysteries, paranormal hauntings, and all things strange and mysterious from around the world. If you guys are into anything dark and dreadful, this is the podcast for you. Check them out on Apple Podcasts. My favorite show, and I think Abby's is too, is episode 14, Just a Silly Chair, where they talk about cursed objects. It's really cool. I loved the part about the crying boy painting in that episode. Oh, the poor crying boy. No. Check them out, guys, on Apple Podcasts. Bye. Morning, Nancy. My name is Gracie. And I'm Abby. And today we're going to be talking about the sequel to The Conjuring. Can you guess what it's called? (laughs) (laughs) The Conjuring 2. Wow. Wow. Who would have thought? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, I actually, I love The Conjuring 2. So So good. So yeah, The Conjuring 2 came out in 2016, so three years after the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Wan once again takes the chair as the director and returning as real life demonologists Lorraine and Ed Warren are Vera Farmiga, Patrick Wilson and then there's some newcomers to the franchise because mm-hmm. it's a totally new story. Mm-hmm. We have Madison Wolf as Janet and Frances O'Connor as her mother Peggy mm-hmm. Hodgson. Uh, Like its predecessor, The Conjuring 2 became a huge financial success. It grossed $102.5 million in the United States and Canada, $217.8 million in other territories for a worldwide total gross of $320.3 million. And although it earned less in America than it did in the first, than the first film did, uh, it fared better internationally. So it ended up making more money all around than the first one. Uh, Now, this is really interesting. The film was the highest grossing horror film of the year and the second highest grossing film overall of all time, just behind 1973's The Exorcist, which is a really good horror movie. So, you know, that just goes to show you, like, how powerful The Conjuring 2 really is. Oh, yeah. Uh, The movie received mostly favorable reviews. Uh, Not as good as the first one, though. Critics kind of thought that it was scary, but not as scary as the first, uh, but still a solid horror movie. Mm -hmm. They were good reviews, but they were sort of like, meh, it's okay, but, you know, I guess it's better than other movies. (laughs) And I'm just like, what are you talking about? I I think this one is... 25 times better than The Conjuring, the first mm-hmm. one. Um, that's so a, scary. The Conjuring is a good film, but there's something uh, about The Conjuring 2 that's like, awesome. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I have to disagree with most critics. I think it, it's a far superior film than mm-hmm. The Conjuring. Mm-hmm. So with that said, Abby, would you please tell us the plot of The Conjuring 2? <laughs> yes. Okay, so the movie actually opens with a scene from Amityville. Um, which was a huge case file for the Warrens. Yeah, it, it like threw them into like popularity or something. Oh yeah, put everyone said it put them directly in the public eye. Nice. So, um, they were there to investigate 
um, paranormal occurrences that the Lutz family was experiencing. They were the family that lived there at the time, a year after the infamous DeFeo murders. Yes. Um, done by Ronnie DeFeo. Mm-hmm. Lorraine is shown using her gift as a medium to witness what was happening in the house the night that Ronnie DeFeo went and killed his whole family with a shotgun. Just went room by room, and it shows Ronnie just massacring his family. So through her vision, uh, we see all of that, and then Lorraine goes into the basement of the house and discovers that she's being stalked by a demonic nun who actually so scary and then she sees a premonition of ed's death so she's super super upset by it and she's like a crying hot mess in the kitchen of the lutz home oh it's so sad yeah so um much like the the first installment of the conjuring this story focuses on a large family um experiencing a demonic haunting Mm -hmm. um and this one takes place in enfield london yeah so across the pond and field England. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> London is the yeah. only yeah. city in England. It's the, the only, only one. one. <laughs> no oh other my. city exists. Oh my god, I'm the worst. Beatles not from Liverpool, London. It's the only it's the only place you can go to in England. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, England. Oh my god. The story is about the Hodgson family. Mm-hmm. It is headed by a single mother mm-hmm. named Peggy, um, and she is kind of struggling to keep the family afloat while dealing with the haunting. Right. Because weird stuff is, it just keeps happening, and it just keeps building and building, and it's just more and more as the movie goes on. Yeah. So one night, various events like slamming doors and moving objects and these really terrifying whispers force the family out of the house like they just run like, across yeah, the street like bye you, there's a scene where like a dresser slams up against the door oh, the and best. like barricades them in the girl's bedroom and the mom is just like oh you're making it up blah 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 and then this happens and she's like nope oh hell no nah. <laughs> let's all hop on the nope train hell nope, nope. to the nah. yeah <laughs> She's like, we need to get out of here. So they run across the street um, to their neighbor's house, and the neighbors call the police. But when the officers arrive, they can't find any trace of anyone. There is no sign of burglary or anything. And then they're standing in the kitchen, Mm -hmm. and they see a chair. Well, one of the officers asks for a chair out of the dining room so that she can, like, listen to the walls to hear if somebody is in the walls. Yeah. So she gets down off the chair and it kind of like, it practically like floats across the floor back into the kitchen and yes. no one is touching it. Yes. And the officers are like, oh, well, we can't help you. Bye. They literally are like, this is like not in our jurisdiction. Yeah, like- no. <laughs> they're like, the best we can do is fill out a report, but see you later. Good luck. So um, they leave the family with no solution, pretty much. Yeah, a priest, I guess, like the one of the ladies, the... The cop was like, uh, oh, yeah, I have a priest friend. He'll come help you kind of thing. Yeah. Across the pond in America, after all of this happens, Ed and Lorraine are shown a tape of um, it's a recording between Janet, the youngest girl in the family, Mm -hmm. and a man named Morris Gross, who is another parapsychologist who is kind of taking it upon himself to investigate this case and in the house. And he's also a real person. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So it's like a really creepy recording 
and the priest is like, you know, what do you make of this to Ed and Lorraine? And Ed says something about it sounding like a, a deranged old man who doesn't know, you know, where he is or what he's talking about. And the priest goes, that voice came from a young girl. So Ed and Lorraine are like, oh, oh God. So the priest implores them to go investigate what's happening for the church. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think at this point, the church is kind of under speculation for a lot of stuff. So they want to make sure that it's legit. Yes. So they send Ed and Lorraine over there. But Lorraine is really hesitant because of what she saw in Amityville. Yeah, she saw Ed's death. So she, basically, she's like, okay, we'll go check it out. But, you know, it, if it's dangerous, then we need to leave it alone. Yeah. So they go over there and they figure out that it's legit and that kind of thing. And then there's speculation that it is not because there is footage of Janet basically like making a mess of the kitchen. But there's other like unexplained things that they're like, well, how do you explain this? And the voice and the photos. But then there's this video and, you know, Mm -hmm. and then the mom has seen things. The cops have seen things. So it's like, but there's still doubt. Right. Yeah. In the final half of the movie, we discover that the ghost that's haunting the family is an old man named Bill Wilkins, Mm -hmm. and he died in the house. He had an aneurysm, and he died in this chair in the corner of the house. Yeah. Um, But he is actually being used by another spirit to haunt the family and basically just bring death and destruction to these people. Also to attract Lorraine to the case and we find out that the demon that's behind all of this is Velik the nun the nun that was in Amityville that she saw in her vision so he's the one who is behind all of the hauntings and all of basically this whole thing that's happening to this poor family yeah so in the final scene of the last part of the haunting we see Lorraine come at the demon like with full force and she she is she's crazy like crazy good she (laughs) was queen in a yes (laughs) so in like one fell swoop she exercises velik from the family and from the house and she saves ed from death um because all of the stuff that she sees in the vision actually comes to fruition yeah so like when she was in amityville she sees ed get stabbed by this you don't know what it is and then outside the house a tree gets struck by lightning and it's the same thing that stabs ed in her vision it's like this big tree trunk and it comes to a point and it's really gnarly looking so she saves her husband just in time and And, it's amazing and i think we should add that and we forgot to mention this in the in the conjuring episode uh that both these movies passed the Bechdel test, which yes. is awesome. Yes. Like the power. <laughs> yes. It's so great. Um, yeah. So yeah. So there's a lot of girl power in both Conjuring movies and Lorraine like kicks butt in this one, which yeah. is really great. Well, Valak's, the entire point of Valak is that he's trying to cloud Lorraine's vision yeah. and make it hard for her to see these spirits and you know figure out what is going on with yeah, this haunting. Yeah, he's trying to snuff her out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh God, yeah. So, but she's like, nah, no. It's so true. She's awesome. She's she, so cool. She's amazing. Uh, wow. Thank you for that great, powerful plot summary, Abby. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <That was> awesome. <laughs> um, so let's talk about the opening with Amityville. I'm actually a huge Amityville nerd. I love Amityville. I don't 
really care about the movies or yeah. even the book. I just love the idea of Amityville. Yeah. I love the imagery of Amityville. I love the freaking house and the eyes that the windows sort of create mm-hmm. on the house. Mm-hmm. I, I When I was in the theaters and I saw this film, I flipped out. Like, I was, I was like, Amityville! Amityville! Like, I, like, freaked out in the theater. I was like, oh my god, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I was so excited. Yeah. So I loved how they, that was, like, the opening was showing the windows. I loved how they even had one of the DeFeo kids with the white glowing eyes. Because, you know, how there was that photo that was taken of, like, who they think is a little DeFeo boy in the background and his mm-hmm. eyes are like glowing. I think it's been proven that it's not him, but right. like, you know, let me just have this. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> like, oh my God. they use that imagery in it, which was really amazing to me. So, yeah, I was really excited about that. Mm-hmm. So, we have uh, Vera uh, Farmiga and Patrick Wilson back again as Ed and Lorraine, which I think this time they're even more in tune with them yeah more so than the first conjuring oh yeah um i think even patrick wilson starts having that little italian american italian kind of oh yeah you can tell by the way vibe. he talks and even yeah, yeah he kind of like is more understanding of that in this one which is really great yep uh and i love the new family i yes. love all the actors yeah. um Frances o'connor as the mom she and is so great she is so great she Oh, she's so she's such a great actress, and she's so good. I mean this in the best way possible, but she's so good at being frazzled. Yes, like she really is. She's not like insanely overacting or anything. Like she acts like a, a real human yeah. like, in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and her kids are all really great too, especially Madison Wolf, who plays Janet. Oh my god, is so amazing and so believable and when she says in the film when she's sitting on the swing with Lorraine she goes oh, I'm so she goes I'm just so tired oh, and I'm like I, I know I know girl I know me too oh. <laughs> like I get it no it's so sad she's just so tired and I'm like oh my gosh I feel you um she's just so good I love it yeah this was basically England's Amityville, mm-hmm. which I think is really great that they showed both the Amityville uh, house in the beginning and then like connected that to this haunting. Yeah, um, this was like a media like storm. Like mm-hmm. people were all over this haunting, and uh, I I think it's really interesting because it uh, is a, it's almost too much. Yeah, it's almost like too much and and you mentioned how you don't believe in the haunting no i don't think it's real yeah and i totally believe in the paranormal and Mm -hmm. i believe in ghosts but this seems so fake to me yeah it really does and maybe it's because of the way that the footage was shot in Mm -hmm. the 70s when it happened um but if you watch any of the real footage, the camera is only zoomed in on certain parts. Like, it's not a wide shot No, because so, doesn't a, a, a shoe come flying at yeah, Morris? Yeah, and then there's, like, it's a like, box. As you can see, a shoe has flown yep, at me. And, and I'm like, yeah, but who threw it? As, I don't know. Yeah, and as soon as it happens, <laughs> like, you hear the, the family, and they're, like, in an uproar, and they're, like, oh, I'm making such a big deal about it. And I'm like, this is... 
so not convincing. And then there's the interview. There's an interview that happens in the movie when yeah. they take the recording that's sent to Ed and Lorraine. Yeah. And that part scared the crap out of me. But if you watch the real interview, I'm like, this girl is faking it. So she is so faking she it. She actually tells her sister, like, shh, in the real footage. She's yeah. like, oh, sometimes the, like the haunting doesn't happen. And she goes, and Janet, the real Janet, goes, shh. Yeah. Like, like quiet like don't say that and I'm yeah. like and she's got huh? like this little smile on her face like I'm like, lying uh-huh, kind of smile. yeah 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 but and the voice is not it's totally her talking I know you can like, tell I can make that voice like make the voice Abby go <laughs> <laughs> lame <laughs> um that was lame <laughs> I did. But, I did a disservice to the podcast. I'm sorry. But listen, so listen, Linda. So there's, there is, though. This is the part of me though that is like maybe it freaking really happened. Mm. The fact that the cop part, the story is real. Like, but that the cop actually was like, I saw something. Why would you? Why as why as a public figure like like a someone who like is there to protect your community? Why would you lie on television in your uniform? Well, do you think they paid them? Who, like the the like Morris and the people who are actually taking the footage? Do yeah, you but, think maybe they? But they're them standing to make it there seem... in their uniforms, like, or do you think they weren't real cops? Maybe. <gasps> I don't know. I would have to do research on that. I didn't even think about looking that up. But that to me is the only thing that's like, why yeah, would that cop because lie? even the photos that were taken of the girls, like it, it looks like she is jumping off the bed. Oh no, she's totally yeah, jumping like off the bed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they even talk about that in the film. They're like, oh yeah, yeah. That kind of just looks like she's jumping off the bed, and mm-hmm. we're all like, yeah. <laughs> well, and I feel like t- this movie was excellent and I love it and I think it's super scary but I feel like they put more of Ed and Lorraine in this movie and put more of their backstory in this movie because they didn't really have a whole lot to go off of well yeah and that's really interesting because they found out that they weren't as involved in it as Mm. the movie portrays them Mm -hmm. to have been involved um they were really only there for a day they checked it out and they're like okay haunted and then they left yeah um well because the spirit even in the real footage doesn't seem like it's trying to hurt anybody. No, it's a poltergeist. It's yeah, playful. Yeah, he's just there to annoy them. Yeah. And she, even, Janet even says that when he asks, like, oh, why do you think the spirit talks through you? And she goes, oh, I don't know, to annoy us. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Valak, none, no. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just a little turd Not of a even ghost. Close. <laughs> just a little turdy ghost. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. But let's talk about Valak. So Valak. Okay is like an if you believe in demons he's an actual demon mm-hmm. um he doesn't look like how he looks in the film no. like when he sheds the nun facade like he looks kind of like like actual satan yeah um i guess in real life valak is like a little boy with wings yeah so he's like a little anti-cherub like a, he's like a little yeah like an evil cherub yeah um so i can i can kind of see maybe why they like changed up a bit for, oh yeah you know yeah, yeah even the demons get a hollywood makeover yeah exactly <laughs> um the nun is played by bonnie aarons oh who is so good God. she's so scary 
she's freaking in the princess diaries which you brought up which i couldn't believe i was like yes so for anyone who it's been a while since you've seen the princess diaries she is part of that couple that like wants to steal the throne from mia Mm -hmm. it's like that old guy and um and bonnie aaron yeah and she's like this tall like very waspy looking woman yeah yeah (laughs) they're like the sorbet. I'll never forget yeah. the sorbet part where they're eating the ice cream. They're like, we must eat it like her. Um, so they're she's acting like monkeys. Yes. <laughs> um, so she's in that. She's also in Mulholland Drive. She plays the creepy thing oh. behind the dumpster. Oh, my God. And um, do yourself a, f- well, I don't really know if it's a favor because it'll probably give you nightmares, but Google it because. Or, or watch the movie. Well, yeah. Even then, better. Yeah. Even watch better. the movie. Uh, so she's the nun version of Valak. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a little time right now to tell you all the story of of me watching The Conjuring two. So I love this movie to freaking death, and I seen it more than I think the first Conjuring, and I was watching it kind of in the background uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. and I thought, well, it'll be a good refresher. And I was in the middle of doing something on my computer, and then the scene where Bill Wilkins, aka Valak as Bill Wilkins, is uh, uh, it, like terrorizing Janet while Janet's homesick. And I was like, "Ooh, this scene always scares me." Where he goes, "My house," oh, next to God. the TV, that like gives me goosebumps when yeah. you say that. Ew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ew. So <sighs> I was like, "Ooh, I like this part. It scares me every time." And of course, it did. I was like, "Ah, <laughs> the next." <laughs> The next scene is freaking Ed painting that scary butt picture of 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 the nun, and I'm, I'm thinking. Sorry, it made you the way you said it. It made it sound like he was painting a picture of a butt of a scary butt. <laughs> Ed was painting a picture of a scary butt, and aka the nun, and. <laughs> And Lorraine comes in. She's like, "Whoa!" And he's like, "He goes." He's like, "I didn't realize it was that bad." I'm thinking, "Dude, her her picture of the nun is freaking scary. Like, what are you talking about?" Yeah. And Lorraine sits down and starts pouring herself a cup of tea. And all of a sudden, I see next to her, in the background, A L A K, and I was like, Alec. Alak? What is that? And I thought maybe it was like the name of like the kitchen company that they got their kitchen set from or something. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, that's weird. And then right above it, very slightly, is a a heart-shaped, like a decorative thing. And it says love on it. And the V is huge. Like the V stands out on that. And I was like, that's interesting. And I was like, love, Valak, Valak, Valak. And I jumped out of my seat and I screamed I was like "Ah!" and I paused it I was like Luke Luke look Valak it says Valak and he was like oh my god I never noticed that I was like I was like I I I can't believe it and I clicked play again and then it's the uh, screen switches to Ed Mm -hmm. and Ed is sitting at the kitchen table with Lorraine and then behind him is like these like kind of uh, crafty things that it looks like maybe their daughter made or something Mm -hmm. and um, it spells out Valak. And I was like, there it is again. It's, it's, it's probably throughout the whole movie. And that's when, ladies and gentlemen, I called Abby. 
And the first thing I said to her was, Abby, you're going to pee your pants. <laughs> she wasn't wrong. <laughs> Just kidding. I didn't pee my pants, everybody. Oh, thank God. <laughs> And then I explained what I just found, and Abby was like, I knew it! Because yes. you saw the V, there's a, a big letter V on the bookcase. Yeah, and I didn't notice at first, but there's other letters there, too. Yes, but you had said that the V stood out, too, because you were like, what does the V yeah, stand for? Yeah, because I was like, it's like a random bookend, and then I'm trying to think of like what the daughter's name was. Like Maybe they have like their initials or something of all the family members, but then I was like, no, that can't be it. And so. then, of course, the scene becomes really scary because the nun like entices Lorraine to go in, and then oh, so yeah. you, are, you immediately like forget about it. Mm-hmm. But it spells Valak on the bookshelf as well. Mm-hmm. And Judy, the daughter, is making friendship bracelets. And one of the bracelets says Valak, which Crazy. makes me really want to make friendship bracelets which, with his name on it now. It just dawned on me that like the daughter is making all of yeah. the stuff that says Valak. So that was, and I thought maybe I'm just a dumb idiot, but like I never noticed that watching this film ever and when I tried to I didn't notice it until I was watching it for the podcast too and I was like like I even said out loud like why what the heck is that letter v doing there that's so weird isn't that crazy yeah I can't believe I like we both any and Luke like none of us noticed that that happened yeah and I even tried to look it up online and I could only find like one or two videos on YouTube that even mentioned it like didn't even go into depth they just sort of like oh and like Valak is haunting Lorraine all around her house and I was like yeah but don't you think that's amazing like (laughs) I couldn't believe it I was so excited about that yeah uh wow okay so we got off track there for a little bit but i mean no, no it's exciting it's it so, needs to be talked about <laughs> i know i was like i can't wait to mention this in the podcast i was so freaking excited about yeah. it yeah um so if uh you have seen that before in the film good for you but i was super excited <laughs> when yeah. i found out uh let's talk about the crooked man yes uh, javier bote i think is how you say his name not javier Botet. Not definitely not. Okay. <laughs> um, I actually thought he was CG. I did too. I, did I thought not it was stop motion. Yeah, because of the way that it looks, I was like, oh, especially the part where like he, it's it shows the dog sitting there and he like unfolds. Yes, I was like, oh wow, that's really cool. But it's supposed to be like, I think it's supposed to look like a dream sequence kind yeah. of. Yeah. So it's, it's supposed to look unnatural. Yeah. But yeah, I had no idea it was a real human I didn't either. playing that character. I thought that was really cool. I didn't until you told me. So. It's, not, it's so weird. Yeah. Um, did What did you think of the Crooked Man? Yeah, he's super scary. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's a little much? Do you think he like takes away from the film or do you think he adds to it? Because um, I know that's been speculation. Like, I sort... the Well, the first time I watched it, I was kind of like, oh, that was weird because you only see him... You see him twice in the mm-hmm. whole movie and like the family doesn't see him because d- after you see the crooked man, you hear his voice. But Janet actually walks in like saying what he's saying. Right. I mean? Yeah. So the only one who sees him is the little boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so th- and I then think Ed. that's. Yeah. And then Ed sees him at the end. So maybe it's supposed to be like the 
male characters identify or maybe them. I don't that's know, but... the way valak is kind of playing with the family or yeah. playing with the, the little ones mm-hmm. kind of using their toy against him mm-hmm. against them just like he's using the nun image against lorraine to well, like test her faith you also see that though in the first conjuring because oh that's so weird actually okay so in the first conjuring the youngest yeah is playing with the little music box Mm-hmm. And um, uh, but there is a little boy that like comes out of the music box that the littlest girl is playing with. Right. So in this installment of The Conjuring, the littlest boy is playing with this music box. And that's where um, this character comes from. Right. Yeah. So maybe that's like kind of a way to relate the two or like a common theme between them. Yeah, that's really wild. Yeah, that is wild. Hmm. Um, but no, I loved this character. I love what it added to the movie. I because it was so different. Yeah, when you know when I first saw the movie, I thought this is a little much and and that was just my first gut reaction. Mm-hmm. And then the more I watched it, the more I was like Okay, I can I I, yeah, I get it same. and I see why yep. and I think now that I know that it was a real actor playing him, I'm I'm really impressed with it. Yeah. So I yeah. I, I I have become a fan of the Crooked Man. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Uh one thing that um I really think that we should uh talk about is how freaking awesome Ed and Lorraine are in this film as like a power couple. Yes. And that was actually the big thing that I took away from this movie. I was like, yeah, like it's cool to be married to your best friend. Mm -hmm. It's cool to like be like a team. Yeah. You know, and I think like what falls apart in so many movies and not just horror movies and movies in general that married couples are like they hate each other or there's mm-hmm. drama and like they're cheating on each other or something stupid. Oh yeah. Or one is like dumber than the other like I, the dad always is dumb or something yeah. which is really bad. Yep. Um or the husband is 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 dumb and the wife is like, "Oh, you." Yeah. You know, but in this one they're both I mean, Lorraine is like super powerful and awesome Mm -hmm. but like they're they're a team yeah they are working at this together and I think that's so important to show you know that there is a positive relationship happening here oh yeah and they're with each other and and it's sort of like a Nick and Nora Charles they're like from the Thin Man series which is um, a murder mystery series Mm -hmm. and even though Nick is like the the main character i guess he's the one that's the detective like his wife is like they they love each other so much and you can tell like they'll joke and they'll make fun and with each other and you know they actually enjoy each other's company Mm -hmm. and and i think that sort of theme is is more so showed in the conjuring films especially this one with ed and lorraine as like this these people who are married who actually love each other and like enjoy being with each other Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, their story arc is so sweet mm-hmm. in this film. It's so sweet, especially when they talk about how they met and uh, how they believe each other. Yeah. That was so powerful for me to watch. I was like, yes, like you, they that is why they connected because they believed in each other. Right. And whether you believe in like the Warrens um, or you believe in any of these cases that they've done, the, the fact that it's shown in this film as these two people who are there for each other and believe in each other and support each other 
is such a positive image mm-hmm. to see. Yeah. Especially in such a dark film. Uh, and it makes you really care about them. Yeah. Well, and I think that it was very tastefully done because it basically their love for each other helped them overcome and get rid of this demon this horrible horrible demon but it was done in a way that wasn't super cheesy and no you know it like it wasn't like like too much you know it was just the right amount and I think it's exactly what the movie needed yeah and like in the relationship isn't sexualized really in any way it's not over sexualized yeah it's just them as a team as a couple mm-hmm. who are fighting this demon <laughs> yes <laughs> and which you can metaphorically you can use that demon for anything but they are are doing it together yeah you know it's so awesome it's mm-hmm. like you know, instead of like the perfect fairy tale ending in Disney films, it's the perfect horror movie ending. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, good job, honey. We fought the evil demons and we won. Yeah. <laughs> the end. Let's go get ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so sweet. And I, I mean, I love it. Mm-hmm. So final thoughts. The Nun. Oh, my God. It's actually becoming a film based on that Bonnie Aaron's character slash the Valak yes. facade. I have really high hopes for this film, but I'm also a little bit scared because of how the Annabelle spinoff turned out. God. Because it was awful. Someone asked me, are you guys going to be talking about Annabelle? I was like, no, it's about our favorite scary movies. Thanks. <laughs> we sh- I mean, we really should talk about it anyway, Ugh, but it's just... Maybe. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about our least favorite scary movies. Love that episode. Yeah. But yeah, we. I hope The Nun is good. Like, fingers um, crossed. But it, because um, Thaisa? Thaisa Formiga. Oh my God, I totally stumbled over that. Sorry. Is Vera Formiga's sister. Yes. So she's playing, I think she's playing a younger version of her sister. If she isn't, that'd be so stupid. It would be stupid. She needs to, she looks just freaking like her. She, she needs to play a younger version she of Lorraine. And I remember actually watching The Conjuring and it was at the, the same time that I started American Horror Story uh-huh. and I was like, this name sounds so familiar. And then I like looked it up and I was like, oh, amazing. I, so. I remember actually watching American Horror Story and then watching The Conjuring. Yeah, the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, those two actresses look a lot alike. Like I... I like I knew it before I even knew it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I I have high hopes for it too. Uh, but I understand that you want to be cautious. Right. It is so. It's gonna be so good. I hope. I hope too, because I feel like it it would not be hard to mess it up. Yeah. So, but um, James Wan is producing it, mm-hmm. so he'll still like have a hand in it and that kind of thing. But and I'm I'm really impressed with um Thaisa's um acting career oh yeah Uh, yeah she did a a a movie called final girls Mm -hmm. and um it's like a it's like a spoof on horror movies but it's so good and i'm like i i need to just trust her judgment as an actress and i i think it will be amazing yeah 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 awesome yeah well gosh guys thank you so much for joining us for this uh epic talk about the conjuring (laughs) 2 we obviously love this one so much oh yeah uh if you haven't seen it, you should. It's so great. It's so amazing. I think you'll appreciate it whether you're a horror fan or not. Buy it. Don't rent it. 
buy it because you'll love it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, buy it. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. See ya.